again this morning just a few words that you are welcome to listen or not to listen to. But the first reflection that I like to bring about is that life is a process. Life is changing. This is what we realize when we see things as they are. We just see a process, always changing, inside, outside. So if we are very interested in life, we need to pay very close attention to that process inside, outside. So our meditation is a process also of observing. Observing very closely what is happening and then understanding. That means Our meditation, our life, is a process of discovery. We are always discovering. We are always learning new things. So this amazement in face of this universe is a source of great joy, great happiness. We look, we open our eyes, we become more open, more sensitive, more listening. Listening to the beautiful songs of the birds, listening also to songs of our mind, sometimes very beautiful melodies, sometimes also a symphony that just expresses noises, disturbance. So the mind, with all its qualities, is something we can learn from. It's a symphony, it's a piece of music, It's a piece of art. We can shape it also. It has its own law. We can discover, we can understand these laws. How our perception conditions all this mental process. how we experience this mental process, how we react to this mental process, just full of causes and conditions, just a process. So, 
the object of your meditation is also an object of observation. Observe very closely what you choose to observe or what manifests itself in your observation. So yesterday we have seen that uh, there are the phenomena of mind, there are also the phenomena of body, and somehow they are dissociated. They have their own laws, they coexist, and also they influence each other. So for this morning exploration, I would like to emphasize the aspect of the body. this universe, this cosmos, that is our body, this amazing piece of life that supports our mind. What is this body? How do we perceive it? How do we know it? We can define it in many aspects, in many ways, by anatomical parts or by elements. But actually, how do we experience the body? So let's say we have our eyes closed. How do we experience these physical elements that consist of our body? What are the impressions, what are the sensations we are experiencing there? We could start from any part of our posture. We can also be aware of the old posture. What sensation will be predominant? So put your attention wherever you have a sensation that is predominant, maybe in your shoulders, maybe in your legs, in your feet, maybe in your head. Maybe the sensation is heaviness, or it's opposite, lightness. Feel that heaviness or lightness everywhere in this body. 
Maybe there is an impression of solidity, hardness or softness. See if you experience any of these opposites. can start again from any part of the body and from there. If you like, you can scan from part to part or be aware of the whole body as it at once. So solidity, hardness, softness, and the weight, lightness, heaviness, anywhere in the body. And then the aspect of movement. All the time in this body there is movement, the air element, the pressure, the pression, the sensation of being supported when we are sitting. The body is supported by this pressure. Just let it be. Then the element of temperature, the fire element. So anywhere in our body we feel cold or we feel heat. Everywhere there is this element of temperature. And what is keeping these elements all together is the water element, the aspect of cohesion, the liquidity, the fluid. Everywhere in the body there is fluidity, cohesion. So just be the elements, just let them be, just let them take their own course, just relax, just observe. It's a feeling, it's a sensation. So try to perceive the whole body. For example, 
as if it was a big balloon full of water. So isn't it that the scientists explain the body as being composed of maybe something like 90% of water? Something like this. So just see, just perceive this body. as a bubble, as a balloon full of water with all these various elements floating in it, moving in it, with its temperature. very interested. It's always changing. Be there. Observe. Now that you may be aware of the whole body, in its posture, in its sitting posture. Just this big balloon full of water, temperature, solidity, movement as a whole. Causes and conditions. So now we will explore a little bit what are the causes and conditions for this materiality, for this amazing gathering of life in this body? So we breathe in, we breathe out the air, the oxygen, that comes in and out is the same air and oxygen that we find outside, everywhere. It is creating movement. It is also nourishing the body. If we see also that this body composed of these four material elements, this chemistry, is nothing different than the chemistry and the nature outside of us. The earth, the water, the wind, the fire in the universe is also composing this universe of this body. So as for the causes, this body is a process of becoming. 
We have constructed it. We have nourished it. We have taken care of it with nutriment. Look at the change that happened since we are a newborn infant. Look also at the nutriment that we needed to feed this growing organism. So the food we are eating is what constitutes our body. This body is just food, isn't it? And food is just the four elements. Look at that. You put any kind of food in your mouth, any kind of liquid, and the chemistry makes it that you become that input. You become that food. Or the food becomes you. Or actually, there is no difference. We are just a big bag of soup. There is also some taste. There is also some smell. There is also some color. There is also some nutriment. This body is caused, is maintained, is sustained, is conditioned by the food we are eating. This is the first cause that we see with material phenomena, dependent on the food. So now let's say that you see yourself as a big pot of soup. So look at the change that will happen if the soup is being heated. Or let's say if you put the soup in the refrigerator. There will be a change. There will be an alternation. So the same thing with the body. See how the temperature is influencing the elements of your body. When it's hot and you sweat, you melt down, you become soft, you become smooth. The liquidity in your body takes a more liquid aspect, it's more fluid. If the temperature is a little bit colder, then you see that the same liquidity together with the other elements becomes more solid, more condensed, less liquid, less fluid. It's more cohesive. It's harder. So the earth element, this aspect of heaviness, this aspect of hardness, this aspect of solidity, is influenced by temperature. 
Can we control the rain? Can we control the sun? The storm? Can we control the weather outside of ourselves? In the same way, can we control the weather inside of our body? To a great extent also, the input can also influence the temperature. For example, the medicines is just a way to balance the energies to balance also these elements. So whatever input we bring in the body will also influence the temperature of our body, will influence also the dynamic of these elements within our body. So this body is caused by food. This body is caused and influenced by temperature. Yesterday we saw a little bit the aspect of the mind. So now try to see what is the relationship with the way you think which type of emotions you have, which type of feeling you experience mentally, which type of thoughts you may entertain or topic that you may have in your mind, which type of intention so all these mental phenomena, to which extent are they influencing your body when you are happy? How is the body being influenced? When you are sad, how is the body being influenced? When you are angry, for example, how do you feel? How do you speak? When you are happy, very satisfied, relaxed, how do you feel? How do you express yourself with your actions, with your words? The body has nothing to do with that. So the mind is another cause for the body to be there. So we have to be very careful about that. We have also to be very sensitive which type of thoughts we may entertain. But also, we just observe, we just learn, we just discover for ourselves. What is the influence of the mind on the body? How can I accept it? How can I change it? Also, in some circumstances, 
have three causes that we have seen in relation to this body. The food, the temperature, and the mind. Everything thing in the mind is influencing the body, is creating a movement in the body. And the fourth aspect of causality that we see in relation to this body is actually the actions we have done in the past. The recent past or the faraway past. This is called our karma. So actions we have done in the past, all the volitions, all the desire, the aspiration, all these things have created a force. So that force of karma is very strong. And this is why we are alive. So this body is conditioned by our past actions. So we are just the results of past actions. So now, now, is it permanent or impermanent? It's always changing because of these causes, because of these conditions. We are experiencing the effect of all these causes and conditions. So what is changing is not yours. Are we the body? It's just these elements conditioned by all these aspects of uh, conditions. Meditation is a discovery. We always discover. We always learn. We learn to see things in new ways. And then we grow. And then we are happy also. We can also be happy just by the fact that many things are not under our control. We are just conditioned. We can be happy also because sometimes we can change the conditions when we have learned something, when we have seen that certain aspects of ourselves can be changed. But still, all that is just a process, a process of discovery, a process of learning.
mind and body, the process of discovery. Mind and body, inside and outside. We can always learn. We should continue to, up- to observe and to learn all the time, in all the postures, throughout our life. Now, the whole day, and I wish you a very good day.